0: Love Talk Radio. The world call it Easter. We call it, as Christians, we're supposed to call it the resurrection. For the world, it is called Easter. For the believer, according to the Bible, it is called the resurrection. Easter Bunny Rabbits has nothing to do with Jesus of Nazareth, pagan. I don't want to take my time today on this precious holy week to talk about anything in paganism. I want to move away from that. You can study that by yourself. But spiritually for us, it is the resurrection. Would you please turn with me to first Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse twelve through twenty six? Now if Christ be preached, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Now raised from the dead and resurrected from the dead is two different things. Lazarus was raised from the dead. He wasn't resurrected. Okay? When people are dying and the people bring them back, they was raised from the dead. They wasn't resurrected. Christ was resurrected. And even back then, the devil was using these lies, even back then, because Paul had to address the church in the Corinthian. And this was a Gentile church and Corinthians was ex-drug addicts of their time, and prostitutes and gangbangers of those days came to the Lord. And Paul had to go straighten this out about no resurrection, there's no salvation. Without the resurrection of Christ, we would not have salvation. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. So it is true that he was resurrected and raised by God. Ye, and we have found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead is not raised. Notice it says, yea, and we are found false witnesses of God. Easter is a false witness of God. It's witnessing God falsely because it has nothing to do with his son, Jesus of Nazareth. Nothing. So you've got to read the Bible by revelation. I neither received it by man. neither was I taught it, but by the revelation knowledge of Jesus. You can't read the Bible out of your carnal mind. It's not going to work. The carnal mind is the enemy between God, the natural mind, and the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 2.14. They are foolishness unto them. 1 Corinthians 15.16, For if the dead raised not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. See, we're not in our sins anymore. Why? Because Christ was raised and resurrected. Difference between being raised from the dead and being resurrected. Get that understanding. And we're going to say what Jesus said. Jesus says, I am the resurrection. And if he is the resurrection... That doesn't mean that he's the resurrection of the dead. He's the resurrection over the dead and over those who will be resurrected after him. But he is the resurrection, and he will be the resurrection. And he now sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. Then they also, which have fallen asleep in Christ, are preached. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men most miserable. The believer's resurrection guaranteed. See, that's guaranteed this is guaranteed for us because Christ has called us out of the world if we're born again and saved. We should be blessed if we call. He said, I've chosen you. You have not chosen me, I have chosen you out of this world. So we need to be thankful that God has taken us out of this world and, and 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 given us mercy and grace in time of need because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth. Hebrews four sixteen. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruit of them that sleep yes he is for since by man came death by man came also resurrection of the dead you see you see where it says death and it says resurrection raised from the dead death is different from the resurrection people have to understand that for as adam all died even so in christ shall all be made alive but every man in his own order, first the firstfruits afterward that they are Christ at his coming. Then come at the end, and he shall deliver up the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall put down all rulers of authority and power. Christianity is not a religion. Religion is made by man and the devil. Let me say this here. Christianity is not a religion. Because it will contradict what God's word says that Jesus' brother said about pure religion. Now, the Bible speaks of pure religion. So when you hear religion to me, when I hear religion, that's Catholic, Methodist, AME, Baptist, prosperity ministry. At prosperity ministry, yeah. Money coming. That's, that's the thing there. Money cometh unto me. That's the lick, lick, lick. That's the ball buckle. That's what everybody after. But that's not what God says. What is true religion? So on this resurrected day, I really don't like the world to tell me, and I said this in my previous video, oh, it's time to talk about the resurrection of Jesus. i talk about the resurrection of Jesus. We preach Jesus every day here. We don't need the world to tell us when it's time to recognize Christ's resurrection. Because we, as believers, are not involved in a religion. It, we can't be. Here's why. Go to James chapter 1, verse 27. Some good stuff here. Right after the word of God. We do teachings. We don't do hooping and hollering and thou money coming unto thee. Here, this, is this, this, ain't none of that here. Straight word. Let's go to this word here in James one27 Let's look at what pure religion is. So Christianity is not a religion. It can't be. It goes against the word. Let's what see what the word says. In James chapter 1, verse 27, the Bible says, pure religion and undefiled before God. And the father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their afflictions and to keep himself, yourself, unspotted from the world. That's true religion. When we are unspotted from the world, then I'm in true religion. This is why I don't need ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, York, Universal, Arab TV, Channel 2, KDKA, Jamaica Air, Jamaica TV, I don't need nobody to tell me it's time to talk about Jesus because I have to keep myself unspotted from the world. The world says, accept this Easter bunny rabbit. The world throws that down your, your throat. We don't have to accept it because we're not a religion. So pure religion is what? Undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherlessness, and widows, more than one widow, in their afflictions, and to keep himself, yourself, unspotted from the world. Now, raised from the dead and the resurrection is two different things. Let's look at this. Turn, turn to John, chapter eleven, verse twenty-four. The book of John, eleven, verse twenty-four. You see, it's impossible for Jesus to be resurrected on on Sunday, because. God don't look at time the way we look at time, and I'm going to show you in the Bible how God looks at time. So this date they got this wrong, and I'm going to show it to you right out the Bible. let's first go to John eleven twenty four. I get excited about this. Jesus, the resurrection and the life. It just not nothing about no Easter bunny rabbit. Let's go to uh, first. Let's go to uh, John eleven one. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus. At Bethany, I was there in Israel, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary, which anointed the Lord of ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. His sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he who thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that he said, this sickness is not unto death so there are sicknesses that's unto death and there are sicknesses physical sickness that's not unto death and this one was not unto death that's what the Bible says when Jesus heard that he said this sickness is not unto death so we know that this sickness what Jesus was talking about is not unto death we do know that there are sicknesses that brings death because Jesus just said that but the glory of God that the Son of Man might be glorified. And Jesus loved Martha and his sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abided two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, he to his disciples, let's go up to Judah again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews, to stone thee, and goest thou thither again, Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in a day? Now watch this. There are 12 hours in a day. Remember that. Hold on to the 12 hours in a day because it's impossible for Jesus to be raised on some Sunday. Hold on to that. Remember that there are 12 hours in a day. So that's what Jesus says now. There are 12 hours in a day, so 12 hours a night. But the day got twelve hours. You once say afternoon, once the evening, night, whatever, but there are twelve hours in a day. Hold on to that. But if a man walk at night, he stumbleth because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after he said unto him, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. That is not being that's not a resurrected body. He's raising him from the dead, which is a difference of him as being resurrected. Notice what Jesus says here. These things says he, after that, John eleven eleven and said unto them, our friend Lazarus, sleep it. He didn't say resurrected, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Any areas in the Bible, when you see somebody being raised from dead, they was never resurrected, but only Jesus. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep how shall do well? How be it Jesus spoke of his death? But they thought that he had spoken of taking to rest and sleep. Then said Jesus unto them, Lazarus is dead. Am I glad for your sake that I was not there to the intent ye may believe? Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us go that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, then when Jesus came, he found that he had linen and grave, four days already. So the man was dead four days. Now Bethany was night unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, Went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whosoever thou wilt ask of God, will give it. That's powerful. But I know that even now, whatso thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Notice it says rise, raised from the dead. It did not say resurrection. So I'm trying to hit a point here out of the Bible. You will see Jesus is the only one who's resurrected. You can raise somebody from the dead, but that does not mean that they're resurrected. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. He, Jesus did not give him a resurrection. He raised him from the dead. How did Martha know that? The Lord gave her the revelation. That's the glorified body after we die. That's the celestial body and celestial body. The Bible says in the book of Corinthians. When we die, God will give us a glorified body. When Jesus died, I'll show you tonight, that he stayed in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. After he stayed in the heart of the earth three days and three nights, he took the keys of Satan. Satan does not have death no more. Death no more have no grip on us as Christians. But Martha had got this by revelation. Because Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection in that day. She didn't say anything about raising him from the dead. She saw spiritually. But look what Jesus says. Jesus said unto her, I am the what? Resurrection. That is. So there is no other person is resurrected. Martha had the revelation, but Jesus explained to her, no, he won't be getting resurrected. I'll raise him from the dead, but I am the resurrection. That's what Jesus says now. This is why Christianity is not a religion. It's a personal belief. Do you know in the beginning of the ministry that they met in synagogues and then they met in different houses. Did you know that? Paul rented a house in Acts chapter 20, verse 20. That was not religion, don't have a house. That's a personal relationship. You see also in Acts chapter 28, verse 30 and 31, Paul who dwelt there four years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him. Christianity is not a religion. So Jesus said something specifically very powerful. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. Now he was on earth walking and he wasn't resurrected when he said that. He's all-powerful. He came in the flesh to understand our weaknesses. This is why we have so much mercy and grace in this fleshly, earthly temple. It's, it's, it's a mess. Carnage. fast. It's flesh. Yet, Jesus wasn't dead when he said it. Earth, when he said he was the resurrected. So Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. He said, "He that believeth in me—that's a personal relationship. That don't mean that you got to be in no church." Now, if you need some more scriptures that uh, things that, uh, that you ain't got to be in no church, see, it's not about a religion. That's why Salem, some of them churches—they ain't—they ain't doing you no good. They got the Holy Spirit in the upper inner room. In Acts one two, Christianity is not a religion. Is a personal belief. We are all one body, yes. God wants us to have apostles, pastors to gather for worship, yes. The way it is today, God's pulling people. He's pulling his people out of these denominationals. He's giving you revelation concerning who he is. He's showing you the signs and wonders today through the ministry of deliverance. He is the resurrection. Then he says, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this thing? That's the personal belief that has nothing to do with religion. Now, Jesus is talking about a spiritual resurrection. He's not talking about a physical re- a resurrection. Amen. He died, but he, re- he, re- he resurrected. Now, let's look at Romans chapter 6, verse 9. So Easter, remember, Easter, we don't call it Easter as Christians. We call it the resurrection. We don't need to call it Easter. That's a grin with sun goddesses, the history of Easter behind the demons with it. No, I'm not tagging no demon onto Jesus of Nazareth. No Easter egg. Don't save me no Easter candy. Don't send it to me because I don't want it. Romans 6, 9. Romans 6, 9. Knowing that Christ, being, uh-oh, raised from the dead, died no more death, had no more dominion over him. Well, why is that? Because he was resurrected. See, we would have to die again, but we would not be resurrected. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, died no more death, have no more dominion over him. Lazarus was raised from the dead, but he was not resurrected. Remember that. Amen? Now, I want to say this here. I I, I celebrate the Passover, and I also celebrate uh, the resurrection of Jesus personal. I don't let the world tell me tomorrow I'm going to... Uh, do this no i don't do that but i can tell you that if you go to acts 12:2, i hope that i can help show you something easter in the greek word means really passover and the interpreters they got this wrong in, in the king james uh let me try to explain this to you as best possible if you go to acts chapter 12 verse 4 and when he had apprehended him he put him in prison and delivered him to four quartons of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter. See, that was a holiday. Easter was a holiday doing over there. It had nothing to do with Christianity. It got mixed in it. Do you see this here? And look. James martyred and Peter in prison. Well, what was he doing in a holiday being in prison? Jesus was still walking the earth, but they still had Easter going on. This is why Christianity is not a religion. Hallelujah. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quarters of soldiers to keep him entering after Easter to bring him forth to the people, which is the Passover. Now, I believe in the Passover, in the Old Testament, the Jewish people, Passover, that's when God delivered. The uh, Jews from slavery from the Egyptians, and how God protected the firstborn of every child with the hyssop. That's the blood of Jesus. That lamb. That hyssop represents the blood. That's the Passover. And I also recognize resurrection of Christ. I don't recognize Easter. Okay. Good Friday is traditionally and religiously. This is not a biblical terminology at all. Amen. Now, if there's twelve hours in a in a day. We have to also understand. The Bible says something that Jesus did. And the Scripture says in Mark fifteen forty two. And now, when the eve was come, because it was the preparation day, that is the day before the Sabbath. The preparation day is Thursday, Friday. Sabbath starts Friday at 6 o'clock p.m., ends at Saturday 6 o'clock p.m. Jesus in the tomb, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not Sunday. How do they get, get messed up? See, God don't look at time the way we look at time. And I'll show that to you later on, but let me show, show this to you. If you go to Matthew chapter 12, verse 40, remember now that Jesus says in John eleven nine that there are 12 hours in the day. Matter of fact, let's recapitulate that. Let's go to John chapter 11, verse 9. But Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not because he seeth the light of this world. 12 hours in a day. Now, watch this. Go to Matthew, twelve forty. Matthew, twelve forty. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly. So shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights, 12 hours in a day. So you multiply that, that don't add up too well, and get to Sunday. Now, God does not see time like we see time. Let me show you this. Please turn to the book of Genesis, chapter 1. We're going to go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 5. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Now watch this. And the evening and the morning was the first day. See, God don't look at time like we look at it. So if there's 12 hours in the day, God starts with the evening first. That's what the Bible says. Now let's go to uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 8. And God called the fragments heaven and look at here. The evening and the morning was the second day. That's two times. Let's go to verse thirteen. And the evening and the morning was the third day. Now hold on to that and go to Second Corinthians thirteen one. Second Corinthians 1. one three times what's what the number three mean this is the third time I am coming to you in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established I have established the word of God that the evening and the morning for the second day so you can't look at time and calculate it and say Sunday. It's not it's impossible. It won't work. Again, three times, Genesis 1.5, 1.8, and let's go to Genesis 1.13. And the evening and the day, third day. Let's go to 1.19. We we got some more of it. 1.19. And the evening and the morning was the fourth day. And the evening and the morning was the fourth day. So he counted the morning. Jesus was at eve and at eve he was in the grave he's the beginning god would not put his son as the morning because it's not the first day here in secular time that we see it outside the biblical time lord have mercy jesus you got the date wrong because the evening the morning is the first day and there are 12 hours in the day and jesus was in the heart of the earth Three days and three nights, Matthew twelve forty. 40. So it's impossible for him to be risen on Sunday. Count your math. Let's go to Genesis uh, 19, uh, 23. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day in verse 31. And God saw everything he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Jesus it's the thought of Sabbath. You got that wrong, Bubba. So don't listen to the world tell you about Easter, because there ain't no such thing as Easter when it comes to Jesus of Nazareth. Don't let the world tell you about the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. So we're going to give this time to give him glory. We're going to give this time to let the scriptures tell us about our Savior, Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. This is a good day. He died at Golgotha. He's in the tomb, and he raised. That's what the word says. Jesus said, and the evening and the morning was the first day in the Bible. Now, He said twelve hours a day. He's Lord of Sabbath. Jesus is Lord of Sabbath now. Mark two twenty six. Jesus Christ is Lord of Sabbath. Let's let's get that, let's get that corrected. Let's look at this wonderful thing here in Matthew. I'm sorry, Mark chapter fifteen. Mark chapter fifteen And straightway in the morning the chief priests held consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council, and bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered and said unto him, Thou sayest it and the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. And Pilate asked him again, saying, Answerest thou nothing? Behold, how many things they witness against thee? But Jesus yet answered nothing. So that Pilate marveled. He did that for us. If he would have said something, he couldn't have put the sins of the world on us. He would have gotten away. He was that submissive to God. We need to appreciate Yeshua. He's alive. We need to ask him to forgive us. We need to honor him. We need to give him glory and give him respect. Now at the feast he released unto the one prisoner, whomsoever they desire, and there was a man named Barabbas, which laid bound with them, that he made insurrections with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude cried aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them, saying, Will ye that I release you to the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priest had delivered him for envy. But the chief priest moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, What evil hath he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, crucifying them demons. But he did it for us. And so Pilate went into, convent the people, released Barabbas unto them, and delivered Jesus, which had scourged him to be crucified. And that scourging was very painful. Hooks, bow hooks, still hooks going into your back and ripping your flesh out. That's, that's, that's a, some serious pain. They crowned him with thorns. And the soldiers laid him away into the hall called Petuminus. And they called together the whole band and they clothed him with purple and patted a crown of thrones and put it about his head and began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. And they smote him on the head with a reed and dipped spit upon him and bowed their knees, worshiping him. as the Antichrist mocking him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him and put his own clothes on him and led him out to crucify him. And they compel one Simon, Simon a black man who passed by, coming out of the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to bear his cross. And they bring him unto the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted a place of a skull. He died for the fleshly mind that you may have the mind of Christ. And they gave him to drink wine mangled with myrrh, but he received it not. And when they had crucified him, they pardoned his garments, chastened lot upon them what every man should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him, three o'clock in the evening. Don't forget, and the evening in the morning was the first day. God doesn't look at time how man looks at time. And the subscription of his accusation was written, the king of the Jews. And with him, they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left. And the sculptures was fulfilled, which says, and he was numbered with their transgression. And they that passed by railed at him, wagging their heads and saying, Ha! Thou that destroys the temple, and buildeth it in three days. See, they looking in the flesh what he was saying. They didn't have no spiritual understanding. He was talking about his body being resurrected from the dead, because Jesus says, I am the resurrection. He said it when he was walking the earth. We showed that to you. He said that before he even died. Save thyself and come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests mocking, said among themselves with the scribes, he saved others, himself, he cannot save. See, if he would have saved himself, we wouldn't have been able to ask him to forgive us, for sin we have been messed up. So we need to thank him for submitting to the will of God. Let Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him raveled him. And when the sixth hour was come, look at here, that's evening. That's Shabbat. See, y'all don't understand. You have to look at time the way Bob Bible looks at time. Notice he says this, and when the sixth hour had come, God tells us the time and the dates when his resurrection. This Easter Sunday stuff ain't even biblical. And when the sixth hour was come, Sixth hour. There was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. See, God tell you the timeline right here. Six hour. Ninth hour. That's how long he was on the cross. Don't say nothing about that. And at the ninth hour, nine o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Ela, Ela Lashama which has been interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God had to turn his face because of that sin. And Jesus laid down his life and shedded his blood for our sins. And he did not have to do that. This is not a religion. This is personal to me. And some of them that stood by when they heard it said, Behold, he called Elijah. And one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. The Holy Spirit broke loose then. The Holy of Holies was over. For when the centurion which stood over against him saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, truly, this man was the son of God. They finally believed. There were also women looking afar off among whom was Mary Magdalene, and whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the less addressed and Salaam, who also was he in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him, and many other women, and many other women, and many other women came up with him unto Jerusalem. A lot of women served were serving God. They still do it today. And now when the eve was come, notice it says eve. You see this here? Because it was the preparation day. That is the day before the Sabbath. That's when he was laid to the tomb. The Jewish people are not going to go against their, their, their rituals and their customs by God. We got it wrong. Joseph and Elias, an honorable counsel, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came, went in boldly unto Pilate and called for the body of Jesus. And Pilate marveled if he was already dead. And calling him the centurion, he asked him whether he had been are dead. And when he grew it of the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. And he brought the fine linen and took down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in sculpture, which was hewn out of the rock and rolled in stone unto the doors of the sculpture. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Jesus beheld where he was laid. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, that's the first day of the week, and when the Sabbath day was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Solomon had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And the very early in the morning and the evening and the morning was the first day. So that was in the evening during the time for us. But in God's eyesight, in the evening and the morning, don't forget that, the evening and the morning. Let's go back now, because you got to hold on to this here. Hold on to uh, Mark sixteen two, and notice in Mark sixteen two, and very early in the morning. Remember this. Let's go back and find out how God calculate days. Galatians. Oh, oh forgive me. Genesis, the one. Verse 5, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day, the evening, morning. Okay? Here, we see at the very early in the morning, that's evening in God's sight of God. So in the spiritual realm, God sees this different than we see this. This is why they got this messed up on earth. For the first day of the week, they came into the sculpture at the rising of the sun, the first day of the week, Sunday. That's how he resurrected, but it has nothing to do with Easter. Why would would he serve on Sunday be the first day of the week? Because he's the son of God. He's the first and the last. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the first. He's always the first. He's the revelation in Revelation. He is Jesus of Nazareth. He is the word. That's why he was first. That's why they raised him Sunday. Not because we need to worship Sunday, because it's the first day of the week, according to Jewish law. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sculptures at the rising of the sun, and they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sculpture? And when they looked, watch this now, pay close attention to this before we close, they saw was rolled away. It was very great. Now watch this. And entering into the sculpture, look at this here. And entering into the sculpture, they saw a young man. Now, who is this young man? They opened the scroll. They saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they are frightened. That's Jesus. I know this is Jesus. Well, the Bible gives me a clue. The Bible says in Mark sixteen nineteen. so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, and sat on the right hand of God. Here in Mark 16, 5, and entering into the sculpture, they saw a young man sitting on the right side. He sitting on the right side after his resurrection, and he sits on the right side now in heaven. God bless you. I pray that you have been blessed by this. Don't let the world tell you about when to serve Jesus of Nazareth. Don't let the world tell you that it's Easter. I don't recognize Easter. It is the resurrection. I thank you. I pray that you have been blessed by listening to this message. Do not get caught up in the Easter bunnies and all of that stuff. That ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. It's personal. Please sow a seed here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Keep us on the air we need your contributions. If it wasn't for the supporters I got, I'd probably been off. And God has used these people to bless us. We need more people to help. Please sow a seed. We need your finances. We do need it. We, we have quotas that we got to make. And we believe that God will supply it. We believe that if you've been blessed by this, Sow a seed. We we're not about prosperity. I don't ask no $10 million checks and stuff. Just sow a seed. Whatever God puts on your heart. I don't believe in telling people to give a certain amount of money. That's not in the Bible. So if you want to sow a seed and bless us, please do that and ask the Lord. Lift us up in prayer. You can go to www.LiveDeliverance.com, okay? And you can call me at air code 678-701-3733. I want to thank you for listening to us here at that radio. Don't forget to so that of seed at www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, you'll see a PayPal site, secure site there. Or you can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to our GoFundMe site, and you can sow sort of seed there. God bless you. Shalom to you. We're going back into demonology this coming uh, Tuesday. Shalom. Good night.